0: what's going on everybody i'm kevin from cigar prop and each and every week we come to you live on the i tap that cigar show on our youtube channel we interview someone fun and exciting in the cigar world and then about a week later we upload that audio to various podcasting platforms that's what you're listening to now we try and cut out a lot of the stuff that won't make sense because you're listening to it instead of watching it But if something doesn't make sense and you want to watch it, in the description is the link that will take you to our YouTube so you can watch the interview instead of listening to it. But if you want to continue listening to it, thank you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. What is going on, everybody? We are back for a new season. Welcome to the I Tap That Cigar Show presented by Corona Cigar. Yay. As always, I am your host, Kevin from Cigar Prop, and I am coming to you live from the Drew Estate Experience Acid Studios here on the sunny Gulf Coast of Florida. It was like 31 degrees this morning, so it wasn't warm, but it was still sunny Gulf Coast of Florida. Joining me as always is my co-host, Care Viajante of Stogie Going Road on? Cigars. Care, welcome.
1: Hey, Kev. How you doing, man? Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year. How is the Stogie Road Studios
1: doing in this new year? Stogie Road Studios is doing quite uh, quite okay. It was a rough start to the new year. But uh, um, the last week or so, everything's been doing well. I'm actually back to being able to at least have a cigar maybe every other day. Um, so um, I figured this evening in the inaugural 2022 show, it was time to launch the Sandella Um right. From right, Road Cigars,
0: right on. And then, uh, welcome uh, Jessica, producer Jessica.
1: Yay! We got, we got
0: a camera on Jessica's back head. Uh,
1: She's doing the as wave. Al-
0: as always, Jessica will be uh, handling all the uh, the duties, the <laughs> tickers, the everything else. Um, and let's get right into it because I need a cigar. Um, so we're gonna get right into the cigar medic's humidimeter cut and light. Remember, with a cigar medicine <laughs> millimeter, you'll always know when to hold them and know when to smoke them. And this one's perfect at sixty-four percent. I already cut this one because, because it's I need a picture uh, in it. This is the Pedro Gomez thong cut because the Undercrown Ten. I don't have my other camera here. Jessica's got it. It's got the ribbon, so I like yes. to I like to V cut it and then put the ribbon in the the b cut so it looks like a thong cut uh, and then we call that the pedro gomez um called um thong cut care what are you smoking tonight again
1: thong cut oh i'm sorry <laughs> I, went, I went out of order didn't i Jess? well you got a? <laughs> I need a shot caller um yeah. i'm doing the uh the sandella the sandella uh, tell sandella. us a little bit more about that cigar while i'm uh cutting and lighting this or lighting i most this certainly one. will thank you for asking kevin the sandella is the uh the the sister cigar to the gringo the sandella is a uh uh san andres uh wrapper and a candela wrapper from Nicaragua and it's got uh some really bold flavors in uh in in the filler um some bold tobacco some bold flavors in the filler and I'm um, um, it's it's definitely one uh that is going to be a sleeper
0: it definitely is. I had that Odysseon uh, 35 last night. Snuck up on me. Forgot how much nicotine that uh, 30, uh 35 That had. one
1: is a little sneaky, isn't it? That, isn't that uh, one? It gets all nice and creamy and nutty and a little bit of uh, pepper. And all of a sudden, just whap.
0: That's it. And producer Jessica, what are what are you smoking tonight? The Undercrown. Oh, I don't
2: even know where the camera is. I don't
0: even Jessica know is also smoking the, the, Undercrown, the, 10. the Undercrown 10 tonight. Um, so... I'm
2: it's, not,
0: a I'm, I'm, I'm smoky, the it's a smoky cigar. It, it, it is. We, we generally both don't do Drew Estate cigars at the same time because they, everybody, as everybody knows, they are um, a, a very, very smoky cigars. Smoky. Um, as always, uh, we mentioned last year, Drew Estate still working on the uh, the Diplomat app. Be patient. The beta testers are doing their thing. Hopefully, soon. It will be open up to everybody, so uh, in the meantime, keep using the old Drew Diplomat app. Smoke your Drew Estate cigar, log it into the app. They will be transferring over the points on everything that you've accumulated when the new app or the new uh, web page becomes active. So, All right, before we get started tonight, some disclaimers. We've got a... Uh, you, these are like the disclaimers I should use for me. Like when you have me as a guest on your show, this is the disclaimer that you should use. But uh, uh, Tommy Z-Man, uh, Zarzecki, um, uh, his podcast, he's got two warnings when you go to TommyZMan.com. Um, uh, so before we even start, the opinions expressed here tonight by me and Tommy are not those of my... care. Is always good. And Jessica, you guys don't... You don't say dumb things and I'm not saying Tommy does. I'm saying Kevin (laughs) says dumb shit all the time. So the words that come out of my mouth, potentially Tommy's mouth uh, are not the opinions of our advertisers or retail partners. So two warnings warning. My sense of humor may hurt your feelings. That's what's on uh, Tommy's website. Uh, The other warning, if you offend easily, then you'd better grow a pair because I'm seriously about to scorch this damn place. And that's what I'm hoping for, for our first show coming back. We we need to come back with a, with a bang because there's some of these other shows they've just been taking advantage of the fact that uh, we have been off air for three weeks taking our holiday break and uh, I want to make sure that they um, you know remember that we're here.
1: So I, I want to so, make sure that I have it on record that you just said it. Jess and I actually are the only ones who say <laughs> smart <clears throat> yes. things yes and Anything... we, we speak the less we speak the least
0: yeah, yeah it, it, exactly. <laughs> So before we bring on our guest tonight, we want to take a moment to thank our show sponsors, J.C. Newman Cigars, Cigar Medics, Amendola Cigars, We Are The Muscle, Excelsior Tobacco, makers of the Doña Lydia Cigar, GTO Cigars, those who know, smoke GTO, Corona Cigar, Drew Estate, uh, and Experience Acid. That was pretty badass, wasn't it? Very, so, very cool. So, all right. Uh, uh, so, waiting patiently in the experience acid green room is humorous, creative consultant, author, and cigar personality, Tommy Z-Man Zarzecki. A lot of people don't, may, may not know. I don't want to say a lot of people don't. If you're a cigar nerd, you know who Tommy Z-Man is. If you're not a cigar nerd, you may not know who uh, Tommy Z-Man is. So, I'm going to play a quick three-minute video. In this three-minute video, is pretty much what what you're probably going to expect from this show tonight. Um, Jessica has not seen it. Um, I don't know if Kara has seen it or not. I'm sure Tommy has seen it because he made it. So we'll be back in three
3: minutes. Hey, how you doing? It's Tommy Z-Man, your social chromag. What's up? Hey, I come to you today with a little rant because this has been pissing me off lately. right? A lot of things piss me off. I got to set the record straight here. And there's a misconception, a big one. And it's about the state of New Jersey. Now, this is a state. New Jersey's where I grew up. It's where I live. Been here all my life. My parents have been here all their lives. My kids are here. Everyone I know and love and friends are here. All right? Now I've enjoyed New Jersey, but there's so many damn misconceptions. Like, first off, right off the bat, so many of you guys think we say joyzy. We don't say joisy. No one who has ever lived or grown up in the state of New Jersey has ever said "Joey's"? It's a freaking myth. It's a fallacy. It's bullshit. Okay, it's made up bullshit. You know, it probably came from some some Bowery Boys episode. You know, like, hey, Slip, Satch, let's grab the dames and go to Joey's. You know, that's bullshit. Write that one down. Put that on your list because that anyone from New Jersey that annoys when you say, "Oh, you're from Joey's," you know, it's like stick it up your freaking Wazoo dirt load. All right. Secondly. You know, a lot of you people think that this is one stinking hellhole, this industrial putrid swamp. Listen, we've got a lot of industry. Of course we do. But you know what? We've got some most, most beautiful environment in the whole world. Mountain ranges, the Appalachians loaded with trails for walking and biking and hiking. And we've got rivers with rafting and just pristine forests, hundreds of miles of pristine forests. We've got white, sandy beaches, gorgeous beaches that run right along the Atlantic coast, known as unfortunately now, the Jersey Shore. Ah, oh, Jesus H. Christmas. Come on, man. That little freaking squat, skanky orange troll with her freaking goomba dirt loads come in, and they give us the worst freaking reputation. If you guys ever went to the Jersey Shore, you know it was a beautiful place with a great reputation. Gorgeous ocean, great beach line, beautiful boardwalks, cheese steaks and hamburgers, and oh, man, I'm getting myself hungry. But listen, that is all bullshit. That's all a fallacy and that's lie. And the last thing I want to tell you guys is we are known as the Garden State. Now, you've heard that before and you thought that was probably bullshit. No, it's not bullshit, all right? Blueberries and cranberries, the biggest producers in the world of blueberries and cranberries. You ever hear of Jersey sweet white corn? You ever hear of Jersey tomatoes the size of freaking softballs? Jesus, we're we're one of the leaders in spinach production. I mean, freaking Popeye would blow his freaking load here. I mean, this place is... We love Jersey, all right? People from Jersey love it. We're proud that we're from here. And I could go on forever. In fact, I'm gonna. This is only part one, because I'm not done being pissed off with some of the knuckleheads out there that got all this bullshit to say. Come back for part two of my little dissertation on getting you acquainted with New Jersey. (laughs) Tommy...
4: Welcome. That was awesome. Jesus, I I forgot about that one. Because <laughs> you Cause made that a a l- truck truck truck. Truck.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure. You, you made that a long time ago.
4: Yeah, how, when when did I make that? God, I I don't I don't know. I want I want
0: to say 2010 years
4: old.
0: Yeah, I want to say 2012 is when I think. Yeah. I, I, I saw that that was made. I still look
4: good, though, which I like. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah you, you, still, you still look good. And Jessica, that was the first time she was watching it, so she was cracking up. Yeah. Um, uh, we've been together for five years. I've been uh, I've been hearing about Jersey Tomatoes for five years now. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you haven't had Jersey Tomatoes when we went to New Jersey? I can't remember <laughs> if, we, if,
0: if we had Jersey Tomatoes <laughs> when like, we went you know, there. So, Tommy, are you in New Jersey right now?
4: I am. I am in northern New Jersey. It's a town called West Milford. It's actually pretty close, a couple miles from the New York State border. So it's cold as hell. It's like been like twelve degrees in the mornings, and uh, I don't think it's warming up anytime soon. So Je- Jessica's could... from Jessica's from uh, um, Edison. I,
0: yeah, I was I'm from Ed- Edison.
2: Oh, really?
0: Okay. Plainfield. Yeah, Plainfield. So. I looked up on the map. I think that, you know it's fairly close to where where you're where you're from. So yeah,
4: that's probably about an hour away from me.
0: Okay. In in care, what was what was the temperature in South Carolina? I didn't look it up today. What was you? 50, you guys we look got up?
1: the we got through the mid to upper fifties today. Okay. Yeah, so. it was uh l- l- you know last couple days prior has been pretty cold.
2: Yeah, so. it's been, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like 30, high
4: twenties here now. High
0: twenties.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Uh it's close. that 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 that's but you cruel. gotta remember too, uh, Jennifer's from Clifton. Oh yeah, Jennifer's sure. from Clifton. So oh, that's pretty yeah.
4: close. That's pretty close to me. And I told you guys before the show that I've been uh I hang out at uh JR Cigars and Whippany a lot. Um and because it's close to my house and it's too damn cold to smoke outside, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, JR's a nice place to smoke.
0: I, I, I see the pictures uh, all you know this time of year of everybody uh, uh not being able to smoke, you know outside or they're braving it to smoke and everybody's always smoking a petite Corona or a uh, you know just something quick to get outside and get their fix in. Um. So so you're so you've been in Jersey. So after all that that big rant, everything great about Jersey. What's the number one thing keeping you in Jersey and moving away from the snow?
4: My kids. Uh, I have adult children you know, in their mid-twenties, and uh, uh, I am divorced, and uh, so I just, I I would miss my kids so much. I see them every week. We go to dinner all the time. Uh, They both live pretty close, and that's what's keeping me here. Otherwise, dudes, I would be where you guys are in a heartbeat. I would be in Florida. Yeah,
0: my my daughter moved about...
4: I'm, I'm friends with so many of the you know cigar makers and yeah, uh, and uh it'd be nice to be down there see you oh you'd be
0: you'd be king down here you know I
4: would like, like that you know you, you you moved down
0: uh, uh, to Miami. You you would be you'd be king. Yeah, my daughter just moved down to Miami. It's been a year. She's getting ready to move back up. It's so
2: it's been longer
0: than a year. It's been longer. Has it been longer yeah, than a year? It's, it's, been seen, a, it's
2: it, been like I want I want to
0: say years. a year. But yeah, even just being three and a half hours away is too far away. You know for you know she's been there since
2: 2020
0: yeah because God.
2: she worked the COVID unit yeah that's right that yeah the whole COVID thing so, so, just, so yeah just just so you know it's been two years kevin all
0: right so thank you jess <laughs> producer welcome. jessica you're welcome get
1: back okay. to your tickers
2: so uh <laughs> see that
1: <laughs> so you don't so- want the camera you don't want the microphone jess <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that's I'm it okay now, being cut it.
2: camera. yes
1: <laughs>
0: so so you're 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 the only person, Tommy, that that uh, we've interviewed or I've, I've I've met that can answer me a question that uh, um that that I have pondered, and I don't even know if Care knows the uh, uh, the answer to this question. He's not from New Jersey, but uh but as a man that has traveled all over the world, close enough um, to Jersey, cl- close enough. Jersey women, <laughs> I'm gonna be careful because like I said Jess is from Jersey, Dude. Jen's are a unique breed of woman. They are amazing, amazing women. Um, why are Jersey women so difficult? Why, why is that? What is your take since since you've been everywhere, you've, you've grown up in New Jersey? Why are Jersey women so difficult? <laughs> so difficult. <laughs> uh,
4: and they are. Um, it, is it us? I is it the men? It. Is it is it you? It starts from birth. And, uh, you know, there, well, let me say something and, and, and she'll agree with this. Uh, New Jersey is like kind of broken into three parts, North, central, and South and South is like Atlantic city and Cape May. And it's very different than North Jersey, which is outside of Manhattan. Uh, but, uh, North Jersey chicks are the toughest. I don't know. They're just tough. They they don't take shit from anybody, um, and uh, but they can be wonderful people too. So they kind of got both worlds
1: going. It can uh, be, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> they
0: they are so, be too, so, 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 <laughs> so so so.
1: Listen, uh, Kevin, I, I I look at it this way too. In Jersey, as Tommy says, it's three sections, right? This yep. South Jersey completely different. Two out of the three areas in Jersey. You have Philadelphia influence and New York influence. That's all. That's, that's all you got to know. So, all right. So <laughs> yeah, he,
2: he wouldn't understand that either. Yeah.
0: Yeah. G- g- geography people. So, so she says she's from Jersey. You're right. You're right. That's damn, it. It. So re- reach out to Z man. If you're, if you're going to go out on a date with a girl, tell Philadelphia, him, tell Pennsylvania,
1: him, Kevin, Philadelphia, yeah, tell Pennsylvania. tell him where she's from. He'll <laughs> so tell you what to, uh, we can't help
2: that. We're just awesome. Amazing. Tough. Incredible women. That's
0: just what Jersey breeds. Yeah, they they are tough. Yes. I'm, 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 she, I'm, she didn't
4: say bitchy, but yes, I. I yeah, yeah.
2: Well, we are that. That's all right. She
0: did, bad. but she didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did, but she didn't. Yeah.
4: Jersey women stand up for what they believe in. They're not, they're, you know. I've been all over the United States. I've been to, God, most of the states in the South. They can't believe it when they meet Jersey women. They're like, holy crap, what 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 country did you just come from? What planet did you come from? It is, it's like a different planet.
2: Oh, I know because when I've lived in North Carolina for 10 years, it took them a long time to get used to who I was.
1: That's because of the South. That's because of South women are passive aggressive. And then when they meet a Jersey girl, it just the passive lying. is the passive is silent. It's just left with aggressive. <laughs>
4: yes, that, and you know what? I'll tell you what. Especially, <laughs> you'll see it when I go to Jr. A lot of Jersey women smoke cigars a lot, which is cool.
0: <laughs> now, now, are, are you seeing that? Is that um, um, more? I mean, obviously, you, you've been doing this uh, for for a very long time. Um, have you seen an exponential rise? You know, uh, um, women and then uh, and, and then we're and we're seeing it down here is the African-American woman. You know, we're seeing that that really? demographic of cigar smoking just through the roof down here.
4: Yeah, I'm um, aware of that. Uh, no, the just women in general. It's it's grown tremendously in New Jersey. Um, when you go to uh, either there's two J.R.'s uh, famous smoke shop is like an hour and a half away. Uh, when you go in Pennsylvania, you just see more women than you've ever seen before. And it's very noticeable. And they don't smoke little, tiny, baby cigars. Um, I know some women that smoke bigger cigars than I smoke. And, uh, so it's really taken off, which is cool. And it's so weird because sometimes, you know, you'll see on like Facebook and stuff, guys that... I hate that women smoke cigars and are so turned off by it it's like why I think it's great', well,
2: great then on get the made. Flip side you have guys that are really way too turned on by women yeah yeah
0: the, yeah the, the, yeah on the flip side you got the <laughs> in, yeah, yeah the Instagram side where the girls love that the or the guys love the girls smoking this well not necessarily smoking the cigars you know posing with the cigar doing whatever it is that they're doing with the cigars. They they love that. They love that part of it. So so you, you had said um, um so, so you said in the video you, you, you grew up in a um in Jersey your 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 parents are from Jersey you said your kids are from Jersey you're at your parents' house now um I read a, an article about you and this is probably like 15 years ago and it started off with and and I and I've never known anything about your parents it said growing up in the bowels of northern New Jersey Parented by an eccentric Polish father and a an neurotic Italian mother, what else could this man be possibly other than a humorist? Um, what, what was it? What was it like growing up in in Jersey? And then, uh, um, uh, were your parents immigrants? Were they born here? How did the family? No, desert? their parents were.
4: Their parents were. I mean, my my dad's uh, whole family. Families from Poland, and my mother's whole family is from. How's that? Uh, they uh, th- they all went to beat somebody up, and they forgot who it was. So, uh, but you're supposed to laugh at that. Dude. No laughter, <laughs> Um But uh, you know what? I all I know growing up was North Jersey, and uh, but I uh, when I was about eleven, we moved to uh, very north. West Jersey, which is uh, people don't realize is mountains and very wooded and lakes and streams and fishing and boating and stuff, so that's kind Lake of where I grew on? up. What was that, Jessica?
2: Near Lake, near Lake Apacon,
4: yeah. Well, right now I'm near Lake, I live near Lake Apacon a couple okay. That's away. where
2: one of my aunts uh, lives over there.
4: Okay, I lived uh, or grew up near Greenwood Lake. I don't know if you're okay. familiar with that. Okay. So Greenwood Lake is half in New Jersey and half of it is in New York State. New York,
2: yep. Yeah. There, we used to go there to uh, watch uh, movies in the uh, drive, like the outdoor movie theater. The drive-in. The drive-in there. Oh, yeah, that's in
4: Warwick, New York. That's still yep. right.
2: <clears throat> Yeah, that's where we used to go when I used to go visit her.
4: Summer. There's not too many drive-ins left in the United States and that's why no, I them, think though. there's
2: 30 I think there's 30 left
4: in it, it It was down quite a bit and they and I was just reading an article
0: not too long ago that said uh, um uh, they saw a surge during COVID because people could stay in their cars and still go out and see a movie um so to to the uh, and there's a mm-hmm. few that opened up during you know uh, COVID so which is hopefully they stay in business cuz cuz I used to go as a kid to the drive-in uh, all the all the time that's so so you grew up not on like what people would consider like the streets of New York, New Jersey. You actually grew up, you had woods and streams and I, I don't want to say a normal childhood, but I mean.
2: You're talking about more like country life yeah, city. I mean, that's all over in every state. Yeah country and, and
0: urban yeah, living. Yeah. Well, we, we just think everybody just grows up on like the streets, you know, like we see in the movies and the plays. <laughs> and
4: you know, I grew up in the mountains and on the lakes so, and uh, people don't think New Jersey is like that, but New Jersey has got a lot of beautiful area, a lot of beautiful woods and mountains. And uh, the uh, Jersey shoreline is gorgeous. I mean, it's you know, and it's, uh, I, I think, and I'm not sure but I think the Jersey shoreline may be the only natural white sandy beaches in the world might be the only not positive yeah. of that, but yeah, uh, no, I'm pretty in sure fact, all the get their white sand from New Jersey. Really? There you go. I,
0: there, 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 there you go. That's something, something we, we always like learning something, something new. Um, so how, how did you cut your teeth into the cigar industry? you know, so, um, um,
4: well, that's that's an easy one that um in the uh I guess around 1994ish, 95ish, I uh well my let me say first, my dad always smoked cigars. And okay. You know, back to when I was a kid. But he smoked shitty cigars, <laughs> You know, he smoked like <clears throat> he smoked like the Italian ropes, the Parodies and the Nobles, which you know I say shitty cigars, but as I grew older, I started liking those cigars, which is kind (laughs) of weird. I don't understand that at all. But uh, that's like he smoked those and Optimos and stuff like that. So um, I actually uh, owned for 20 years um, an ad agency, and I was right outside of Manhattan. And we did a lot of uh, uh, work for major corporations as a small agency. I was a 12-person agency. But we did a lot of uh, we did a lot of big work uh, because the companies love dealing with the smaller companies because we were a lot cheaper. And we actually serviced them a lot better. But um, what do you call it? We had actually gotten uh, one of the people that was and she's actually very high up um, at Cigar Aficionado. And we started doing some work for them. So I think that was around 95. So I had to try cigars. And it just so happened that my brother-in-law's wedding was right at that time. so I smoked my first cigar, I think around 95, which was a part of his 10. And I just fell in love with it from day one. And that's when you could still smoke cigars inside the wedding, which is, uh, you know, so forbidden now. But uh, then I just really got into it. And then what I did was in about two years later, uh, I created and wrote, uh, my own cigar magazine called the back room. And it was a really nice full color magazine. And, uh, a friend of mine knew Lou Rothman from Jr. very well and hooked me up in a meeting with him to show him the magazine, to see if Jr. would sell it. And I printed about 30,000 copies of it, I think. And, uh, My friend said, listen, he's probably going to give you about five minutes, but don't be surprised after a minute if he says I'm not interested. (laughs) I had a two-hour meeting. He loved it like me. And what happened was, which uh, a lot of people may not know, um, I ended up doing a lot of uh, uh, creative work for um, JR for about five years, five, six years. And I did a lot of writing and I wrote their blog and did a lot of their videos and Um, Lou actually took me on a trip to, uh, uh, Dominican Republican Honduras and, uh, on a private jet out of Morristown, New Jersey, which was amazing. And, uh, we went as guests of general cigar and I'll tell you that I went for a week and I learned more about cigars than I ever knew in my whole life on that trip. That really, really changed me. He told me it was going to, it really did. It was amazing. So, uh, I don't remember what the hell you asked me, but I figured
0: I just to uh, Yeah, that was, that was it. Just how you cut your teeth into, into the cigar industry, and that was a great question. And that reads up to a, a follow-up. Recently, Karen and I, we had on Christian Aroa on the show, and, and, uh, and I asked him if he knew the moment that he went from being Julio's son to just being Christian, and he knew the exact moment. With, on that trip, was that the moment that you went from being Thomas Zarzecki to, to being Z man when was when it's Z man you know it's like the duff man from from uh, uh the simpsons when when did the z man come you out you
4: know it's it's so weird that's been like kind of my nickname since I'm like maybe 8 or 9 years old and I don't know how it sat, started but no matter where we moved and no matter where I lived and who I was friends with everybody called me that so uh kind of strange and I don't even remember how it started because just like everybody calls me that, except for my kids, yeah. Uh, they say, Hey, dad, can I have some money? So, uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, now there really was no, I, I can't put a <clears throat> finger on when that started. So, sorry, can't come up. No, with no, that,
0: that's okay. I was just, I was just wondering if there was some, you were somewhere and then they they needed somebody to mc something and that's when that's when the z man came out and then that was the that that was that was the thing so you know
4: what even as an adult no matter where i went what i did everybody called me that <laughs> i don't know how or why but everybody did it there just
0: I, I don't know it just it just fits you know just uh, i mean it, it's i mean Tommy's good. I mean, I I know a lot of Tommy's, but yeah, Z-Man just fits. So you were you were writing way back in the day for Lou Rothman and Jr. Um, So I assume you were writing with with uh, Saka
4: back then as well, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Steve and I have been friends for a long time, and uh, I used to hang out with him at Jr. when he worked with uh, Lou. And you know, I've heard people say different different stuff about. Saka, but but he really is such a good guy. He really is. And uh, uh, I have great respect for him. He is an incredible cigar maker. And I'm sure you guys agree. But man, um, you know, he and I both wrote for Cigar Magazine, which was JR's magazine. And I can honestly say we were the top two writers. We were the ones that Lou told me all the time we got the most email and stuff. And the most letters and, but man, I mean, you know, uh, Steve and you know, me, our styles couldn't be more than 10,000 miles apart. Uh, we were so different. You
0: know, yeah. You know, I, I you know, it, it's one of those things, Steve is, you know, there, there, I, I meet, uh, um, uh, other brand owners, I meet retailers and they, somebody like he is such an asshole, but I love the guy, you know? And I'm like, well, that, that's Steve, you know, he's just, he's just a perfectionist. Um, did you see back then? Because because if he hadn't gotten into the cigar manufacturing side or, or went you know went to Drew Estate, he would be the world's best blogger right now. There'd be nobody that he is such a wordsmith. You know, he would be the greatest blogger. Did you know then, like that he was destined for like just epicness?
4: Yeah. Yes, I did, and I knew when he went to Drew that he was going to change their company. I told him that. I knew that. Um, He is uh, a very, when it comes to work, he's very hardcore and uh, uh, he's into doing things right. And uh, he's into standing apart from other people. And boy, he's done that with, he did that with Drew and he did it, you know, he's done it with, with his own cigars. I mean, I think his cigars are just phenomenal. His company is great. So absolutely. Yeah, no, like and it.
0: he he instilled that into the Nicholas Melillo too. you know, when Nick finally yeah. left and started foundation, you could just see the perfection you know that that Nick produces, you know those cigars. they have to be they they he will not rush anything if it's not ready, it's not ready, and it is what it is.
4: Nick's stuff is fantastic. Again, he did an amazing job for Drew, but man, the stuff he makes now is incredible. He did. Yeah, they're both really great cigar makers, and I have tremendous respect for both of them.
2: You know,
4: I spent a lot of time with Steve. Uh if you guys are familiar with the Cats Festival, yeah, yeah. You know, I've I've spent time in Texas with him, spent days sitting by his side and talking and laughing and with him and his wife, and he really is a really good guy. But I'll tell you when it comes to work, holy shit, he's one serious son of a bitch. He really is
0: that, that he is now now uh care have you had a chance to, i know we've interviewed steve we've talked with him have you ever had a, a chance to sit down with steve one-on-one
1: uh not a great length he he was at a, a event here in uh um, greenville uh several years ago when he was just uh um just starting off i think with his with his brand it was uh he came in and we sat down and chatted for a little bit it wasn't very long but uh he's super nice guy but even that night um, you know, after everyone was done taking pictures and, and asking questions, he just started, he sat down and was just talking He just was highly interactive. And, um, you could tell everybody was hanging on his every word because he's just very knowledgeable and, uh, really didn't pull any punches, you know, doesn't candy coat it. And I think, uh, a, a lot of everybody I know I do with Mike interacts with him and really appreciate that. Yeah.
0: Now, now G- Gary Korb says, Z Man is easier to say than Tommy. So, uh...
4: <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Well, 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 welcome, it, I don't uh, know if you guys know Gary, but Gary uh, is the head writer at Famous, and I've worked with him for six years. What a great guy. What, what a great guy. Uh, I love his uh, uh,
0: YouTube videos, his explainer videos. Um, he, he's technical, but he's also, he dumbs it down to where the average guy can understand
4: yeah, something, we had, we something
0: really, technical.
4: We really had to do that. Um, you know, I worked six years for famous. I worked five years with JR. So, you know, in those 11 years, I really learned that that's what you had to do. You really had to kind of speak to the average guy, um, and and as technical as you are. And, you know, we talked about Christian Aroa. He used to tell me that, that that was the hardest thing he had trouble with at first, because he's a very brilliant guy. And, uh, uh, Brilliant cigar maker, uh, but you gotta when you when you come on shows and stuff, you really gotta keep it down, right? You have to, you have to be uh, so everybody gets what you're talking about. Because I mean, Christian and guys like Steve Sack, like I said, are so knowledgeable; it's unbelievable. So uh, I think it's a little harder for Steve to dumb stuff down, but I think has got a lot. I think he's gotten a lot better at it. I mean, because I remember when he, was with, uh, when he was with JR and he wrote an article for Cigar Magazine on black tobacco. And I read that and my head hurt for like a week. It was, <laughs> holy shit. It was the most in-depth technical thing I've ever read in my life. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do this
2: anymore. <laughs>
4: and uh, uh, But that's what Steve was like. And then I'm writing about, you know, farting and eating fried chicken and and smoking 10 cigars a day. So Yeah, even if, to, even
0: if you go to even if you go to the Dunbarton website, you know, he uses words like trippa and then instead of saying pigtail, he likes to use colita and he uses all these words and I'm like People don't know what this is. Just call it a pigtail. For the love of God, just call it a pigtail. <laughs> I mean, nobody knows, like, this cigar has got a Colita. I don't know what that is. I had to look it up the first time he said
4: that. that I'm like, that's oh, pretty- I thought that was... When he first said that, I thought it was like a disease. Like you got around the walls. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, I found out it wasn't. Yeah. And, and,
0: yeah, found out it wasn't, and then I ended up having something else. So that's... uh. A story for another. When the uh, doctor uh, says, What? Yeah, yeah, I think I got a Colita. It's, uh... what
1: are
4: you talking I'm about? I'm kind of dropped out of me. I couldn't hear what you said.
0: What, what's, oh, I, I just say it's, uh, it just, I, I don't know why he just there? doesn't. Yep. Can you, can you hear us? Oh, I think he, I
1: think he froze up. Hopefully we'll, uh,
2: big come tomatoes,
1: back. bad. A Wi-Fi in Jersey. <laughs> at, le- at least he froze on a
0: decent photo. Yeah. every now and people will freeze, and it'll be something really weird. They'll have. I a always re-
1: freeze with like a worst <coughs> possible face ever. I mean, I don't have much to work with. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's bad. It's bad news.
0: So uh, I I don't know if you can uh, Z man if you can hear if you can hear us uh exit out and then and then come back. C- come back, come back in. So we'll see, we'll see, um, see if we can. Does anybody have any
2: questions? Yeah,
0: we'll we'll see comments? if we can uh, uh, get I him get, get 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 him back in. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, so that's the only thing on Steve. He likes to get really really technical on the leaves and then just using. And I understand, um, well, uh, and, and and wanting to use all the correct terms and, and teach people you know, the uh, 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 the right way and the right terms to use, but Steve can can dumb it down a little bit sometimes. Is
1: easier? Tommy? It would, would it be easier to give the the proper <laughs> intelligent term and then and then give a little of, of what the layman's term is? No,
2: because yeah. everybody can Google. Oh. Yeah. How is that simple. Oh, Josh, right. don't get
1: me started on Googling. <laughs> yeah. All right, can you can you hear us, Tommy? I can hear you. Can you
4: hear me?
0: Yeah, yeah we, we, we got you back in here. So, um, uh, earlier in, the, in, the, in that video that, that, I, pl- that I played, uh, you referred to yourself as a social cro What exactly is uh, your definition of a social Cro-Mag? Uh,
4: well, a cro is is kind of like a caveman, but yeah. a caveman with, with style and some brains in his head. And, <laughs> you know, uh, my... You haven't mentioned it, but I have a Facebook page called ProMagnation. and if you guys, yep, it's, those, it's in the it's in the
0: link videos. below for everybody that wants to look at it.
4: It's C-R-O-M-A-D, nation, and I got about twenty thousand followers. And every day, I just post guy stuff. Uh, no porn, uh, racy women. Yeah, good, very good-looking women with uh, large appendages, but. Uh, <laughs> No pornography, uh, because I just don't want to go there. But I talk about muscle cars and uh, food and barbecue and sports, and I get a great following. So, like I said, probably about 20,000 viewers. And uh, uh, I've always enjoyed – I I don't like uh, Facebook politically, but I like the uh, format. Uh, It's worked very well for me. So – I just thought I'd say I don't like them politically, not at all.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't think any of us in the in the cigar industry um, does. But um, does um um it's twenty twenty two. You know, with with cancel culture and everything happening nowadays, does the social chromag? We do we still have a place in this world, or, or, or do you
4: feel like we're? I feel like you know, you know, I don't have a care. Lot, of, lot of trouble hearing you. It's kind of like very buzzy, and I can't hear what you're saying. I'm sorry about that. I haven't moved from the spot and in the whole time. Can, yeah, that, you
0: that's try kinda, again? can can you hear me now? Oh. No. Can you hear me? Oh,
2: he froze.
0: Oh, he,
1: he froze. He's, He's out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, Kevin, you are saying, twenty twenty two. Yes. Does the uh dental uh, culture? Is there yes. a place for the Mag Nation and uh, uh, pages, sites, and, and etc. alike? Yep. Yeah. you back?
0: Can Can you hear us? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yep. Yep. I, I can hear you. So, so I was asking that with today's cancel culture, is there still a place for the Cro-Mag in 2022 and beyond?
4: Yes, because so many guys are into it. Um, definitely older guys. When I say older, I'm saying 40 up. But uh, we still have those uh, old school values. And, um, you know, I, I will mention this, that, you know, I did t- say to you guys before the show that I find that... Uh, I'm telling you, I've, I've been doing this for a while eight out of ten eight out of ten cigar guys are conservative and I know that is a fact it's absolutely a fact so what uh you know especially like what I do with pro magnation and everything I don't get political and I don't talk about politics but I know what appeals to those uh those guys and you know like I said it's barbecue and whiskey and and beer and rock music and Sinatra and, uh, Oh, gorgeous women. Did I mention gorgeous women? Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, so you, so you don't feel like, cause I, you know, and, and what what about you care? You know, um, uh, cancel culture, the, the crow mag, the crow magnum man, the man that likes whiskey and meat and cigars. Um, does that seem like it's a, it's a dying, a, a dying breed?
1: I don't think it's dying breed. I think it's just uh I think for a while it's kind of dare I say going underground and I think it's actually starting to have a little bit more of a uh, a swell and coming back. I think it's I I think it, it, especially when you adopt the mentality or the the attitude which I think most that fit that uh criteria that that group is really not caring. Yeah. Well,
4: like I said, I 20,000 followers uh so, it's not dying. because
1: yeah,
4: what's that?
0: i right, it, it, it seems like it. I mean, it seems like 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 and 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 it and it's and, and just Facebook and I and I know it's Facebook. I know it's sees these, these uh, um, um, some of these news agencies that they they just want to kill us, men. Men being a man for the last couple of years seems like that. That's a derogatory term if you refer to yourself as a man. You know, we are men and it just seems like they're, they're trying to kill off, kill us off as a breed. Have been like the men, you, me, the people watching tonight, uh, the people in the lounges and it's, uh, it, it's, I, I don't, I don't know where, where it's going. Hopefully not going anywhere.
4: Well, you know, the thing I said about f- figuring about eight out of 10 cigar guys are conservatives. Um, and I have a lot of followers on my social media and
2: (sighs) he's out in the boonies. (laughs) I I have a question while we're waiting. So like you, you you say like men, men, they don't want you to be met. What is your definition of like, a man and what is dying in my
0: opinion it it, it just it, i don't it just seems like um i, I not know the to, to to be a rugged man you know there's all that uh, um, uh, um uh, toxic masculinity it's like you know you you see it's like you can't do that you know it's like it, it's like it, it's even holding a door open for a woman nowadays and it's like i can get my own door you should stop disrespecting me by holding well, that,
2: my that's door. That's thing that has nothing to do with your masculinity. Well, I, I, in a sense, like you could still hold the door and just ignore the comment. Yeah, it just—it
0: just seems like that's the cancel culture. The comments that, like, there, though. You know, they're—they're they're trying. Mean, they're how trying
2: to, often does that really happen? Does that really happen to you a lot? Have, has any person said to you, especially a woman, "I can get my own door"?
0: No, no. It seems like you read that in on online. You—you you see it on the news everything is we're trying to cancel men. So I don't know if that if that if that's a small group that is trying to to do that, you know, so I, I don't I don't know. I mean
2: possibly, but also it's on we're talking about media. Media is pumping out what their agenda is, right? In your everyday reality, like real things that has nothing to do with online, have you been exposed to that? Has that happened to you? But
1: that, you but, but, but your point, that? but, but your point, Jess, is just because you haven't experienced it doesn't mean it's not. I, I
2: did say that. I'm just yeah. saying though, like in my everyday experience, especially working in retail, I have never come across that. I mean, there's rude people for sure, but I've never seen that kind of interaction where. People, for example, with the door holding, like, and usually people do say thank you. That was one of my biggest pet peeves is when people don't say, you know, thank you or, you know, are polite when you hold the door open for them. Well, I think
1: that was just used as an example of a, I know a now couple using, of things. So it's not I'm like every day you hold the door
2: well.
1: and someone's I, saying, how the hell do you hold the door for me? Reality, I, can, I can open I, my, my own damn door. What are you
2: doing? Yeah. I, I get that. And I was using it back as an example, you know, just, but I, I'm just saying though, how often do you think some of that stuff that you see on social media or in the media is real?
1: It's <laughs> is real. Really it's happening
2: I just, on I, a mass scale.
1: It's real, but I think that, you know, uh, of course you're always going to take into consideration that uh, social media and, and even media, whatever, is is always going to highlight, you know, those things, right?
2: Okay. It, yeah. I mean, we, we've,
1: seen, we've seen it just with everything. You know, they, they really blow up a lot of – of these these things but I, I think you also gotta look a little bit deeper into how your local uh so, you know your, your local area society and just how rules and regulations and how companies are starting to follow some of these uh these these trends or things that kevin mentioned i think that's also reflective on how real it is
2: well, I think it also goes back to point out when we were growing up, our parents probably felt the same way when rules and regulations were changing because younger generations were growing up and going to college and getting degrees and then now making laws and all that stuff. So it's a progressive thing in every single generation.
1: Every generation has something like that. The big difference, I think, in a generation now is that it's always like the old political st- uh, saying is that uh, policies downstream from society right uh, it was always you know uh, society uh, kind of dictates a lot of policy but it was always downstream the policy now since we have this immediate gratification and everything is just so real time that downstream is a hell of a lot shorter
2: yeah okay
1: yeah well, and right. that's kind of the way i, I that's the way no, i do it no i i
2: it's, i just figured we keep the
1: it's a heavy influence. Going. Yes, Yeah. I think I mean, it's a heavy. I think it's a heavy influence on what happens. And the more people, you know, the, sque- <coughs> the squeaky wheel gets the the oil, whatever old t- term that you want to use. But every society's faced it. I mean, how many right. times I died by killer damn music? I mean, you know, yeah. whatever. Like I know. I guess see. it's
2: interesting for me because you know Graham being twenty three years old and in the army and like to me that was like a huge decision. You know, especially. I feel like in with his generation, you know, to make that kind of sacrifice is huge. Uh-huh. And I feel like there's not a lot of kids his age that are doing those things.
1: Well, no, there's not. And, and, you know? and even, even that generation that, that that's uh, following your son, you know, is, is another layer and level of that as well. Right. Yeah. I, I think we got you back, Tommy. Yeah. Uh,
4: if I drop out again, like I said, I haven't moved and. The bottom. on always great, great
0: signal. So I don't know what's going on. So, 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 so do you think it, it's more of a, a small, like, like care, care just said the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Do you, do you think it's more of that that where society isn't trying to, to kill off the man, the men, it's just what that small media group, you know, is trying to, I don't, I don't know, just a uh, placate that, that, you know, the, the, the small industry of being a man is bad. Being a man is bad.
4: <laughs> I agree. Um, because those are the ones that make the noise. Mm-hmm. And, you know, guys that are real men don't make a lot of noise unless we're provoked. And I think we've been really provoked over the last few years and we have been making more noise. And uh, that's why I decided to do the Cro-Magnation Facebook page, because... Uh, I was so tired of uh you know, it all kind of started when I was watching Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, and I was like, uh, I remember watching that going, This this is just bullshit. <laughs> God, real guys don't act like this, and and not that it was anti-gay, I wasn't anti-gay at all. I'm not at yeah. all, I'm totally fine with it. Uh, you live the life you want to live, but I thought the show was bullshit, and I didn't think it represented uh, straight men's men. So that's kind of why I wanted to do what I did was kind of do something for straight men's men. And you can't believe some of the, the uh, people that have reached out and uh, that are gay and stuff that thought I was uh, wrong in doing what I'm doing. And I'm like, how can I be wrong talking about whiskey and cigars and, and, and food and, and muscle cars. How is that wrong? Tell me guys, am I doing anything wrong? No?
0: Exactly. And you made, you made a good point, you know, of like, like men are starting to speak out, you know, when, um, when, when, when growing up, you know, me, my brothers, sisters, or even the, the neighborhood kids, I said, you know, when, when, when things would get out of hand or something, either my dad or another dad, they would just put their foot down. Like enough is enough. This is, you know, and they would set the neighborhood straight. Do you feel like that? Like that's like that's coming. I feel like you, me, care. You know, like and and other guys, especially people watching tonight, we're just like, you know what? Enough is enough. We're 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 taking we're taking it back.
4: We're taking. Well, you know, I, we're think, taking I think I think all cigar guys feel that way. <laughs> all boy. gun owners feel that way. All whiskey drinkers feel that way. Um, we're like, enough is enough. Stop picking on us. You know we're We're good-hearted, good guys, good Americans. And I think we're really getting tired
2: of it.
1: So Kevin, I, you, Kevin I, you might I, want to swing that microphone over to Jeff. No, I think to no, say. I, I, just have,
2: I just have a little bit of a different thought process. I don't disagree. I just think that there's room for a lot for change in all areas. I think, people sometimes also get so stuck on thinking what they think is the only thing that actually matters. Right. And I'm not saying be so open-minded that you throw your values and your morals out. Right. Cause that, that's the core part of who you are. But I think that there should be room for all kinds of people. And I think the more everyone kind of tries to put each other in a box, that's the, those people are winning the ones that everyone's fighting against each other. It's like, they're all winning. And it's like a divide that doesn't need to be there necessarily.
1: That's because that's because I, I think that we have been forced in a situation where we go through swings of extremes, because nobody knows how to meet meet in the middle ground. Nobody nobody knows how to nobody knows how to how to how to intelligently and respectfully argue and disagree. Everything has to be an agree. Everything has to be extremes, and the sad part about that is that. Um, to your point, Jess, is when you start talking about morals and values and your beliefs, everybody wants to label them as bad and start putting them in, in labeling, whether you're an ist or an ism or an ist or whatever. And we've lost the inability. We've, we've, we've lost the ability to have an intelligent conversation and respectfully disagree. Agree to disagree. And right. agree to disagree. But then also, um, I think it boils down to is, is seeking to understand the other person and then coming away from it where you may not agree, but at least you've made an attempt to understand them. I don't know. And you may I, have different opinions. I just think I, the middle right. ground has been lost. Everything's I, I don't changed. know. I,
2: I, I just grew up in a very diverse household mm-hmm. and I have a diverse family like love my own with my kids and like I just view the world uh, a lot differently than I guess other people do. I don't know. I've just always had to adapt. I mean, I have a, a child who's half of what I am, which is mixed, and then my and he's half Puerto Rican, then I have a son with Down syndrome. So i walk a totally different world than a lot of other people apparently. You know because, it's, it's, you know, I've just had to adapt to that there's people out there that are different and not everyone thinks the same way or has the same lifestyle or walks the same walk that I walk. And yeah, I just let yeah. people be people and I be myself. I and I am absolutely I, right. You're right. You're
4: absolutely you, right. You, you know you, let you're, me you're said, when I uh, when I was with Famous, uh, when I wrote and ed- did editing for, uh, you know, their cigar online cigar magazine, um, we would get uh, emails, or people would uh, post on our Facebook stuff. Uh, I hope you guys all die of cancer, and oh, God. you know, we used to get that a lot—not just once in a while. <laughs> stuff like that. I'm like, I, I just never understood that type of thinking and that type of anger and it's
1: like right damn damn well yeah, I, I, so, so, so somebody somebody has a question Stephen said there is there has to be a standard though to strive for neutrality will never will never be meant uh, you have to explain you have to expand on that one Stephen. i don't understand what that means you know um,
0: it, it it just seems like you know um I, I, like 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 you just said z-man like said people like you know as, as cigar smokers as meat eaters you know we we, we, we hope you guys die. We hope you guys get cancer. It's like, so people, that they want to be accepting or accepted, but then they don't want to accept others, you know, and that's what I feel like as as a cigar smoker, you know, and as just being a man, it's like, okay, so I accept that you're gay. I accept that you're trans. I accept that you're non-binary, but why can't you accept me as a cigar smoker, as a rum drinker as a meat eater and it just seems like there's a double standard nowadays that's getting more and more prevalent everybody wants to be accepted but they don't want to accept us
4: yeah but that's been going on for a long time man so i don't know we just got to live the life we live and uh be good people you know i've i've said and i've done a lot of videos and stuff especially when i was with famous about you know as a cigar smokers we have to uh, we have to not have the attitude that a lot of cigar smokers have the attitude of oh, tough shit. this is my life. I'm allowed to smoke a cigar. but not everybody feels good around cigars. So we I'm not saying that we have to kowtow to them and bend over, but we have to be uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? We have to be open minded and care more careful about when we smoke cigars, where we smoke cigars, uh, how we smoke cigars. And it's not, it's that's not bowing down to uh, pressures. Yeah. It's just making it so I think making it so people don't dislike us, don't hate us, uh, to think that we're respectful. And it's unfortunate, but we have to be that way. There's nothing we could do about it, right? Yeah, I I, I agree. You know, I said I,
0: I you know I'm you know when we're out in public, you know I'm I'm conscious of where I'm smoking a cigar. You know, I just don't light up just out in, in the middle of a crowd, and like I don't care about these people, you know. Um, uh, but, but I'm sure Tommy and, and Care, you, you've lit up outside, like in a park or, or an area that allows outdoor smoking, and and people a hundred feet away from you. You know that that can't even smell the cigar.
1: I walk Most, by and do the fake cough.
4: Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah, the
1: the, the, the fake the fake cough like
4: the, cigarette.
2: People yeah, smoke cigarettes. Well, I I,
4: done that. I talk about that in uh, when I go to New York City. So you know I've gone to Manhattan a lot, and I like to uh, we like to eat in uh, Little Italy, and I would walk the streets with a cigar, and you'd see people. 60, 70, 80 feet away on the other side of the road, going, (laughs) and waving their hands and shit. And you're like, I would just look at them, I'd go, give me a fucking break. Please. Stop. Stop. I'd say there's more buses and taxis and cars and factories and buildings and garbage trucks polluting the air way more than my, uh, my, uh, Monte Cristo Platinum, <laughs> way
0: more. It, it, exactly. So I mean, so 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 you grew up, you know, like Jessica, you know, um, uh, spent a lot of time in New York, you know, uh, uh, you're you're still there. Um, ha- has it changed drastically? You know, we, we see New. I, I always see New York on on the news. You know, you can't do this. You can't do this. You got to have your papers get in here. Is New York as 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 bad as they want to show in the media, or is that still? like a melting pot it's still a great place to be or, or are you seeing that it's becoming is it as bad as we see online
4: i think it's a little of both yeah um it is it does get bad i mean you know a couple years ago they made it where if you smoke in public on a new york street it's a 50 dollars fine uh i've never ever heard of anyone i've ever known who smokes and i know a lot of smokers who have ever gotten stopped by a cop and given that, but, um, there's that, but then there's like, I think it's the, uh, people who are anti-smoking, uh, who go out of their way to push their agenda. And you're right about that, that they make a lot of noise. And, uh, it's hard for us to deal with. It really is hard to deal with because like I said, they make a lot of noise and, uh, uh, They're not the Jesus. You know what? I think most people don't care that I'm smoking a cigar. I really do. If I'm on the street in New York, most people really don't care. But then there are just some assholes that do the fake cough. And so to answer your question, it's a little bit of both. A L- little bit of both. What, 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 you
1: could um, ask the four hundred thousand people that moved out of New York. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah you yeah, know, they're
2: uh,
1: all
2: here
0: in Florida. <laughs> yeah, it, it, oh, exactly. What 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 are your thoughts? Uh, um, uh, last week, um, the Teddy Roosevelt statue taken down after eighty years in front of the American Museum of Natural History because it was biggest, deemed-
4: It's the biggest <laughs> load of bullshit on the face of the earth. The whole I thing they've done with the statues that. is. Just wokeism, bullshit wokeism, and to take down a statue of, it, of a U.S. president—Jesus H. Oh, God, yeah, I'm, it, sure, I'm sure I'm speaking for ninety-nine point nine 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 percent of all cigar smokers and listeners of this show. It's absolute bullshit. It's horrifying. It, it is. I, I could and I didn't
0: know that it had been covered up for the last year. They had a big tarp around it. So you couldn't even see it, you know, for the, for the last year. Then they moved it and luckily it got a new home. You know, it's in the uh, it's going to the uh, the Teddy Roosevelt Museum uh, oh, um, and library. a library, presidential library in like North Dakota. So absolutely nobody is ever going to see it again except the eight <laughs> people a year that go to the Teddy Roosevelt Library in North
2: Dakota. Well, you don't know that. I don't know how many people actually
1: go there. Nobody, nobody goes there, Jessica. I, don't know. I just I just googled it, Jessica. It was fifty three people last year. Fifty three? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God.
4: <laughs> and 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 I went. Yeah, I was fifty two of them. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he went fifty two times. It's an amazing place. Um, so so uh, um uh, you, you've you've been doing this. I mean, for forever. Why, why has there never been? a Z-Man cigar or a Z-Man cigar company? That seems like someone, like, at least to have a cigar. Have you ever been approached? Do you ever think about it? Why, you
4: know? Uh-oh. Hey, hang on. Okay. I don't know. My picture disappeared. So hang on a sec. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, I can hear you. All right, hold
4: on, hold on. Ah, uh, am I back? Yeah, you're back. I'm back, yay! Um, yeah. I've 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 twice had uh, the possible opportunity of having a cigar and it fell through. Um, when uh, when Christian Aroa owned Camacho, I had become close to him, and I had uh, become really close to Dylan Austin, who's now a VP for Davidoff. And uh, they definitely wanted to make me a cigar, and a a Z-Man cigar. And uh, we were kind of in the works, really talking about it. It was coming close. And then Dylan said, oh, uh, by the way, uh, I just found out uh, uh, Christian's selling the company. I was like, "Ah, oh, shit. So So, so. and there was another chance of getting cigar. I can't say who it was. Uh, but yeah, that's happened a couple of times. Uh, wish it could have happened, but, uh, owning a cigar is, uh, and a cigar company and having your own cigars. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work.
0: Yeah. Karen, I see that now him, you know, he's been <laughs> doing it for quite a few years now, you know, or a couple of years, you know, I, I've been doing it for, you know, a year. It's uh it's, it's, it's tough, you know, but, um, so never, you know, no, no interest in trying to to get that back up again. Getting a, a Z Man, it's been a long time since Aroa, you know, since the whole Camacho thing. So yeah. you know. uh
4: it, it it would, I it would just have to be the right thing. That's all. It would, it would have to be, uh, you know, where where a, a cigar company and I agreed on uh, the you know the right agreement and that they could get it out. But there's nothing in the works now. Like I said, I've had a couple shots that I thought was gonna happen, but didn't happen. Yeah okay. so
0: so so so, so what, what have you been digging on lately? You know, uh you're like uh care and I and Jessica during the pandemic. We we've all been home off off and on smoking, you know, I've got my knee injury smoking five cigars a day. You know, you're probably <laughs> the same way. I you know care is. What what are you digging on
4: lately? Um Well, you know I went through uh we won't talk about it. But a little bit of troubles that I went through legally and that i've I'm completely cleared of and and moving forward and all is great now so that kind of took up a lot of my time and took me away from the cigar world but uh, as of recently i'm I can't say who but I'm dealing with three different uh, very big names in the cigar world that are interested in working with me So, um, I'm really, uh, hoping to get back into that, um, you know, mostly I've just been doing social media for like the last year or two, but now I really want to get back into writing and doing video and, uh, working with companies. So, like I said, I'm working with three different companies that I'm hoping to, I'm hoping if one works out, it'll be great. Yeah, though it'll be fantastic. So,
0: that, that that would be great. So, so what what have you been smoking though What do you what do you got? Uh, I know you're in your parents' house and you can't smoke. What 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 is that in your hand tonight? I think you said it earlier.
4: Oh, it's just a Monte Cristo Platinum. Uh, just kind of it's my prop for the show. Uh, but uh, I had a uh, before the show, an Umbugag, which is Ooh. just such a great cigar. Love it, uh, man! I love that. So uh, I had one beforehand. I've probably been smoking two a day, sometimes three a day. Uh, if I don't get over to JR, I, I don't smoke because it's just too cold out. You know, it's it's consistently been like in the – during the day, high 20s here. And that's just kind of too, too uh, cold to hang out outside. Um, yep. But, uh, you know, because of working with, uh, JR and working with famous, I reviewed so many different cigars, everything from mild to extremely strong and everything in between. So what I got very used to was smoking, uh, all kinds of cigars. And I still do. I still smoke all kinds of cigars and, uh, uh, I almost never smoke the same cigar twice, so. Wow. And like I said, I'll smoke something mild, to something. The next thing will be killer. And the <laughs> next thing will be medium. Um, do I have certain favorites? Sure, I do. Um, loving, loving a lot of Steve Sackett's stuff lately. Uh, loving the, um, uh, what the hell is? Oh, the Herrera Esteli, the, uh, the Brazil. Oh, the Brazilian! Oh,
0: that's that's my. I, I got like fifty of them in my humidor at all times. I that,
4: that, I, I love that cigar.
0: Steve, Steve loves that cigar. That that's one of his. That that's his favorite uh, Herrera Esteli. <laughs> is oh, that really? uh, yeah? Is that is that Brazilian? He's actually gone out and bought bought those cigars. You know, personally, he loves that cigar so much.
4: Um, what what about what some about some of the newer Room 101 stuff that Matt Booth's been putting out? I think it's been, it's the best stuff he's ever put out. And, uh, it's just, God, uh, I, I could just talk about what I spoke forever. <laughs> what what about, yeah.
0: what, what, what about smaller boutique companies? Do you get into that? Or do you, are you mainly, cause like, cause Jessica loves boutiques. She smokes mainly boutiques. I smoke mainly the, what I would consider the mainstream, you know, your, your Dunbartons, you know, your, you know, foundations, you know, I don't get into very many boutiques, but do uh, you try and ex- experiment? Yeah, I do,
4: because people send me them. Uh, but there is a phenomenal boutique cigar that I don't know if you guys ever heard of. It's called L&H. Um, mm-hmm. And the, uh, the uh, owner is a guy named Nick Siris, Nick Yeah. Out of, out of New Jersey. And uh, um, I'll tell you what everyone i turned their cigars on who loves them Go, where did these guys come from you
1: yeah, they came out of nowhere that's and a really good so, cigar uh,
4: uh that would be say that again
1: i said i i they, they came out of nowhere that... and i've had their i've had their cigar and i've had the uh, the cigar the nick which is a really it's a fantastic cigar oh
0: oh are, 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 are they the ones that make the nick
1: yep okay yeah I, i'm i yeah I've, yeah, yeah good, I've, good I've got, I've got a, I've got a
0: couple of the nicks, and, and I'll have. Everybody keeps talking about that cigar. I wasn't quite sure, uh, so it's L and H, and I'll definitely have to look up, uh, look them up. Now there, now there's a great boutique uh, cigar company. I just tried their cigars out of New Jersey called Soto S O T O. New Jersey firefighter um, created his own uh, own brand. Fantastic
4: cigar. What's cigars. it called? the sound kind of dropped out. Uh,
1: Soto. Oh. <laughs> Never heard of that one. Is it uh, Dominican or Nicaraguan or uh, Honduran or?
0: I, I I can't I can't remember offhand. Oh, no. oh, he gone, he gone. Soto, interesting. So, Soto, so oh, yeah. Let's <laughs> see yeah, if we it got a, him.
2: It, it was fantastic.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's called uh, Soto. S O T O.
4: Oh yeah, familiar with them. Very good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just tried their cigars for the first time. Uh, um, uh, some, some, some great stuff.
4: Um, what about a TPA or, or TPE or PCA you, you heading out there? Uh, no, I'm not. If somebody wants to pay for me, sure. Why not? But I just figured, uh, during COVID, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I wouldn't really get anything out of it right now. Uh, but I think if, uh, I get a couple of these jobs that I just talked about that uh, I'm working on. That's going to involve me doing more of that stuff. So, but
0: yeah yeah, we're, yeah, 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 we're, we're the we're the same way, you know. Care, I, I don't know if you if you thought about going. People keep messaging me every day. You going to TPE? Going to TPE? I don't find that there's a return on my investment for spending thousands and thousands of dollars to to, to go out to these events. You know, it's like what now, is the
4: there wouldn't be for me right now. I mean there was a time yeah but not now. No yeah yeah even
0: even even as media, you know, how, you know how how can you justify spending that much money as a media personality? Yeah, that's you know, maybe if
2: you're maybe starting out and want to get your name out there then maybe
0: I I yeah I I don't know. Have you um uh have you gone to the uh, both events in the past?
4: To me yeah. Yeah, I've gone to a lot of stuff in the past, but I always went, um, you know, when I was with JR, they paid for the airfare and the hotel and the food and everything, Uh, but nobody's paying for that right now, so, and I wouldn't, I don't think it would serve me that well to do that right now, so...
0: Yeah, you know, I I, I agree it. that 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 that's the reason we're we're definitely not not going out as as um, as well. Um, so you would mentioned, like I said, you know, your time with Jr. Your time with Fam- uh, famous, you know. So we just wrapped up today. Was I think it's the final list. You know, Charlie Half Wheel. He did the consensus list. The Drew Estate Undercrown Ten made the number one cigar. So uh, this should be the final list. No more list after that. We spent the last month listening to everybody's top ten list. Um, when you were at Famous when when you were at JR did you did you guys pay attention to, to those
4: lists Uh can you say that again it dropped out
0: I said when when you were at JR and Famous did you pay attention to all of these lists that were out these top 10 lists um and like I said just every, you know everybody has their opinion did you did you guys pay attention to those to see you know to try and keep uh the pulse of the industry or did you just
4: Well not care? We- We paid attention to the bigger lists, and uh, can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not anymore. Yeah.
1: Do you pay attention to the list, Kev? No, I don't don't give
0: two. I don't give two shits about the list.
1: Do you you have a list?
0: Because yeah, because they're all they're all they're all. Well I I am not gonna say they're all biased. You know, that they're you know, out of a hundred lists there's there might be five that are that aren't biased. I'm
2: just gonna go on record saying mine's the only one that matters now. Yeah.
1: I'm not gonna argue. <laughs> I wouldn't even know where to begin to argue that one. I'm <laughs> only we'll
2: kidding. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> that's a that's a tough argument, Jess. <laughs> am I we back got, in?
0: Oh. You you you're you're back in. Can you hear us?
4: I can hear you can't see you though i don't know why i run into this problem because the like i said the area i'm sitting in is always great
1: yeah so it, it's don't know what's that, that that wi-fi is like the jersey devil yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the,
4: so uh, so so local I'm, I'm really having trouble hearing what you're saying
0: how about it can, can you hear can you hear us now
4: I can hear you. It's a lot of interference, but I can hear you.
0: Yeah. So 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 we're, you, were just, asking, you
4: again yeah. asking me if I yeah, about, 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 about all the
0: about all the lists. Like which list did you pay attention to the most? <laughs>
1: okay. I'd have to say I pay attention to Jess's list the most because yeah, that is the one that's going to be like Cigar Show Tim, 100% unbiased. Yeah, it 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 really it, it really is.
2: i I'm, I I Kevin is Kevin and I obviously are different people and our approach is definitely different. But I I tend to smoke what I want to smoke no matter what, and uh, you know there's certain things that Kevin just doesn't smoke because it's just not in his wheelhouse. Yes, yeah, so I thought no.
1: you were running a show. Why are you on Amazon? What are you buying? Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. I'm not on Amazon. Yeah. What are you talking about? You can see me. Yeah.
1: Well, so, so what... Which,
2: you which, see yourself, Karen. Yeah, so which,
0: which, which list did you pay attention to the most?
4: Are you talking to me? Oh, I'm back.
0: Yeah. yeah.
4: Well, you know, everybody pays attention to Cigar Aficionado. Yeah. Uh, which... You know, a lot of it, I, I think, is bullshit. And I think that 99% of everybody would agree. But but a lot of it isn't. A lot of it is some very good cigars deserve the recognition. Um And Cigar, what's it, Cigar Journal out of Europe? Yeah. Um, they're very, very good and good people, too. I think those are probably the two most that we paid attention to, I would say.
0: Yeah, it's a um, uh, yeah. I, I and then and we're gonna have a a uh, care and I we're gonna have Brad Reith on in a couple of weeks. We're gonna delve more into the list and everything else. But but yeah, it's a um, it's it's unique. You know, it, it, it's hard to find a list that is not compromised by you know a, a manufacturer, you know, brand, you know, anything else. It's a uh, it's it's definitely it's definitely tough. Care, do you pay attention to any of these lists?
1: No, I mean, as Z-Man said, uh, "Cigar Journal, they, you know, with with having the uh, the the uh, viewers vote, I think that has some validity. I, it's, I, I think the lists are just. Uh, it, it's not like they, they, there's cigars in there that you're looking at and going, I can't believe that cigar made that. Li-. I mean, they're all good cigars, you know. I, th- I think it just boils down to uh, which list you you uh, are going to be more aligned with." Yeah,
4: know? I mean, like. Guys, the Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar. All right, a Padron 26, but the Natural? Are you kidding Yeah, me? The Natural gets a 97. Dude, I've been smoking those cigars since the 90s, the Padron Anniversaries, and the Maduro just blows away the Natural in flavor. And I think most people uh, agree with me on that. And I, I had posted a few things on Facebook and everybody agreed with me. So, why is that the number one cigar? I don't know. You tell me. It,
0: yeah, and then, and then how do you how do you respect a list that um doesn't include uh, manufacturers that they have conflicts with? You know, like like Dunbarton cannot get any. Can, you know, Steve can't get a, a cigar reviewed by Cigar Aficionado because of you know the controversy back in the day with Drew Estate and. You know a lot of the crap that went on. So how, how do you how do you respect the list when nothing Steve makes is eligible to make the list?
4: It was the same with Perdomo for years. Was I it? Mean, Nick Nick used to tell me all the time. He'd say they won't review my cigars, and I don't know why they won't. Now they have, and they've actually given him some pretty good reviews. Um, but uh, uh, I agree with you with uh, with Dunbarton. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So. I I I don't know. You you we always had to go with Cigar Aficionado's list because people do care about that list. Yes. And they do care about what they say. So we had to give it some credence. I mean, how could we not? But do I think some of it's BS? Yes, I do. Okay, I guess I'm never writing for
0: cigar aficionado. So <laughs> yeah. <there you> go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 for for sure. So, uh, so Tommy, we, we definitely want to uh, thank you for coming on, spending an hour and a half of your time with us, uh, um, tonight. Now, you said you have some 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 projects in the works. Hopefully, hopefully we can get you back on. You know, if, if any of those come to fruition, hopefully, um, you'll 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 want to come back on and speak with us. We would definitely appreciate it.
4: I would love to. You know, once. I'll let you know uh, when some of this stuff, I think at least one of these three should come through, if not more. And I'll let you know. And I would love to come back on and we could talk about cigars. Yeah. Yeah. We can
0: actually, yeah. On on that one, since you'll have a cigar, we'll talk about cigars. Um, And then uh, um, everybody watching tonight in the show notes down below, uh, you can find, you can reach Tommy on a Twitter, Instagram, uh, his, uh, his website, the Crow Magnation Facebook page—it's all in the links. People listening uh, to the podcast uh, in the future, same thing in the link of the podcast—you'll be able to find everywhere where you can find Tommy. So to keep up to date on hopefully uh, any of these projects coming out, and um, we'll definitely we'll definitely try and have you on here again in the future, Tommy.
4: Yeah, if you want to contact me, TommyZman.com is my uh, website, and. Uh, and contact that Tommy is my, uh, email address. Contact at TommyZman.com. Yeah, to Tommy Yeah. Tommy, uh, Tommy's
0: man. yeah. Tommy's he's got a YouTube channel as well. Everybody's most people are watching this on YouTube tonight. Uh, check out his YouTube channel. He's got some, uh, some pretty cool, some pretty cool videos of just Tommy ranting about stuff. And then, uh, there's also some good knowledge there as well.
4: <laughs> well, Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, good night. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. Oh, well,
0: you're welcome. You, and, uh, yeah, we'll definitely have you on again. All
4: right. <laughs> yeah. Great, guys.
0: All right. Talk to you later. Take care, have a good man. night, Bye.
1: bud.
4: Bye.
0: <clears throat> so, yeah, it was – Um. now, I know a, a little bit about, like, that controversy – Way back in, and it wasn't Steve's fault, you know. Steve just happened to be the head of Drew Estate when, you know, the um, a lot of fighting with Drew Estate and Cigar Aficionado. So I think Steve has kind of taken that, you know, the brunt of that. Of the brunt,
1: yeah, you
0: know, because because now Cigar Aficionado is mentioning Drew Estate a little bit more and more. You start to see they're they're friends with Drew Estate now, you know. So. I, I
2: someone in the comments i think it was frank said you know you know lists are good for marketing and selling but you know he also said too you know everyone's palette is kind of different too mm-hmm. so you know some lists are going to be good you know for people i guess maybe to try the cigars and kind of yeah. you know change their you know expand their palettes and try different things but i mean at the end of the day your palette is your palette so If you don't like something, then don't smoke it. If you love it, keep smoking it. It, it, it,
0: it, Exactly. And, and, you know, we've got a cigar show, Tim, you know, in the the audience tonight. Now, he's one of the few cigar reviewers that I respect his list because he doesn't have this. Like, how how do you, like when we came out with my number one cigar uh, of the year, um, and it happened to be the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust Sober Mesa. Uh, El Americano is the size. Um, if I would have said the Drew Estate, you know, I'm, right now I'm smoking the Herrera Esteli. I was smoking the Undercrown 10 beforehand. Um, if I would have came out and said the Undercrown 10 is my number one cigar of the year. How, you know, and it was a fantastic cigar. You know, um, how do you, you know, take me seriously? How do you take... There, you know uh, these other cigar reviewers seriously when you know eight out of ten of their cigars, you know on their top ten list are from one manufacturer that is plastic, plastered. Plaster. I can
2: understand it. Yeah, it's just from one man. But you know if, they, if you're smoking multiple different cigars and that's still your number one, then then fine. But when you're pretty much, it's all the cigars you smoke is from one manufacturer. It's it is kind of hard to kind of be like, oh yeah, what they say is hundred percent you know so i mean but at the end of the day too some people just are very loyal to that brand and they'll only smoke that so you know i mean again i think people are smart enough to kind of navigate through and they're going to keep trying different cigars i mean what i would hope i would hope that any cigar smoker would challenge their palate and keep pushing and trying different things
0: yeah you know and and, and, you yeah. And, and you got to look at, you know, uh, the reviewer. So, you know, you, you have to take these lists as in someone that doesn't know cigar show, Tim, you know, that you, you'd look at, you know, you could look at his list um, and be like, Oh, that guy doesn't know what he's talking about. You know, uh, the, uh, you know, those cigars were, 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 garbage. Or you look at, you know, Caesar and uh, uh, from smoking lead, you look at some of these other lists, you know, but. If you follow those, those guys, you know, like I said, you know, you've learned, you know, over the year, over that year, Hey, Tim said, I like this cigar. Um, so you're like, Oh, I smoked it too. You know, and I liked it. Mm -hmm. Tim didn't like this cigar. I didn't like it either. So my palate is more aligned with, with Tim, you know, so, so you're the person that will appreciate his list. Tim makes his list for his viewers. He doesn't and that's one thing that, Dave Grofflo over at Two Guys, you know, he had a um a, a show a couple weeks back, and he kind of poked fun, you know, at, at at some of these lists. He kind of took a, li- you know, and Dave Grofflo is a is 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 a great guy. I love Dave. We talk. He kind of poked at me a little bit, you know. And he'd mentioned me, you know. it's like, he's like, and and the only thing he said was, you know, cigar prop named the the Sober Mesa El Americano his number one cigar, and he's like, that cigar came out six years ago. And then he just left it at that. And then I'm like...
1: Yeah, so but that's okay, though. I mean, that's... I've I've done a few lists uh, years ago when I was doing my show. I, I did three years in a row, I did a list. And and my list, uh, for me, the way I did it, it, had nothing to do with the new releases this year. Mm-hmm. It was, these were my favorite cigars that I smoked. And my my thought was, if I felt that the Algalon, you know... Uh, whatever cigar, uh, the, uh, I can't remember which one it was anymore, the Vegas De Plurial. If I feel like that was my, one of the best cigars I smoked, I have to smoke a cigar that is going to beat that cigar. And if that's yeah. the best cigar I've smoked and you know, last year, the year prior and this year, it's the best cigar that I still feel is in my opinion on the market. And I have yet to smoke a cigar that is better than it. It doesn't matter if it's a new cigar or if it's a cigar that is an older cigar, a couple years old, um, and that's my 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 lists always consisted of the cigars that I was smoking as kind of like a rolling rolling into every year, and it was just a different approach. It wasn't here are the smoke the cigars that I only smoked this year that were new for me, and I'm going to um, rate them. Or these are the cigars that were released this year. It was just what I felt were in my opinion, the best cigars that I've smoked. And if it was number one last year, it's probably going to be number one this year unless I smoke a better cigar. Right.
0: That's, that's the, 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 the biggest pet peeve that I have heard so far over the last month on a cigar aficionado. And a couple of these lists, if the, uh, uh, the EP Creo Encore Pledge made the number one cigar last year, why should that not count this year? Why, why, what you know, on cigar fishing autos list, that cigar is now excluded this year. Why is that cigar excluded?
1: Right, you know, and, because I like
0: said that should have you should have picked your, you know, okay, these are our top 20 cigars or 25 cigars that we reviewed this year. And then they do do it blindly, you know, for, for what for all intents and purposes that, that we know it is a blind. There should have been 26 cigars, they should have thrown in that EPC right you know as the 26th because you know to see how that competed
1: throwing a top well, 5
0: you know th- th- throw it in there and and, and I'll be the first I to agree. admit
1: that's that, that's a
0: reason why last year we only did a top one cigar we only did our our top one this year cuz I'll be the first to admit I'm biased i've got you a i've worst. got a custom <laughs> asset sign i have got a Drew Diplomat badge on here. No I idea what wearing, your
1: favorite cigars are going to be. Yeah,
0: I, I am wearing a custom Drew Estate one-off jersey. Um, so and yeah, you
2: probably smoked more Nicaraguistas than I. I, I, the, I almost got to the point where I wanted to hide those from you yeah. because it was so obnoxious watching how many you smoked.
1: But like, you also smoked it was what? You know, so many. Yeah, it'd be it'd be it'd be different if you had. Of, you know, a uh, Drew estate all over the place and you didn't smoke any of them.
2: Yeah. So, you, you know what I mean? Because
1: yeah, I, I, I think, you know, you're, you're a true fan of the cigar. You're a true lover of the cigars. You and I have known you now for years and our conversations and seeing what you smoke and, and your recommendations, what you send me, it, it's, you put your money where your mouth is and it's just not what is hanging behind you. Um, right. And I, and I've always, re- and I respect that, you know, I think what we need to do is this, Kevin, is I'm going to go get, I'm going to buy 10 cigars that I feel for me are my 10 favorite cigars that, that are not going to be barber poles, I promise. Yeah. Um, but uh, because a little obvious, but, but 10 cigars, because I, I never throw my own cigars in whenever I give my top whatever. I just, uh, it would be stupid. Um, I'll pick 10 cigars that I feel are my 10 favorite cigars and I'll take the bands off and, and just mark them with 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 and send them to you. And then you send me ten and we'll smoke them uh, and then we'll rate them what we think are the best. And then we'll do the reveal. Or yeah, five. yeah. That, like that yeah, that that that'll that'll be a, a great, a great show. Or do you five. Know? You know, they'll send Jess, I'll send you five too, Jess. Yeah, <laughs> takes care. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cares, cares all like
0: cares right? like I'm gonna have to send 20, and I'm Listen, only getting 10 in return. I know. Also, I, I,
1: got, I got the shitty in the stick. Did yeah, I tell, you, Jen, I tell you, Jen? start smoking? All,
2: all of mine are gonna be no, because I'll send him. Yeah. I'll send him five. No, I'm
1: just, <laughs> I'm joking around. But I think but if we send all of mine five mine are cigars,
2: gonna be Ezra Zion. No, just, Yeah, yeah. Well, I know. Never, I'm gonna say, and I what you can't get anymore. No, I'm just kidding.
1: But, but I mean, obviously, there's gonna be probably some in there that are gonna be visibly noticeable what they are, but. I do think that'd be a really great, a cool way to be able to say, okay, I think this one was the best and this one and this one. Um, and, 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 and you take it from there, but I, you know, everybody's lists, uh, everybody's palettes are going to be different. And, and I do like looking at lists because sometimes I will get a little bit of an idea if I'm in a humidor and, you know, I want to try something different and feel and smoke and see, okay, why was this number one? or and why was this number two? Or why was this number three? You know, or Whatever. You know, if this was number one this year, I want to smoke this and figure out why, you know, is it really that good?
0: Yeah. You know, and, and, and Tim, it's like I say, yeah, Tim does have a sign, a Casa Cuevas sign in his studio. Uh, and we and we understand that, you know, and um, um that that you, you're friends with the, uh, the, the Cuevas family. But every single video, every single thing you do, Tim, isn't about Cuevas, you know, isn't about, you know, you don't mention that you're smoking a cigar in another video and you compare it to a Casa Cuevas. Um, so th- those, that's the reason why I, 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 I respect Tim, you know, and he goes, and he goes, you know, and he said, you know, that they, they're like, they're like family to me. Um, and yeah, it, it's, it's done. Dunbart, you know, like I said, Dunbart made my list. Steve, um, loves Jessica tolerates me. Um, uh, I, I love Steve. You know, he, he is a great guy. Um, mm-hmm. I, we, we, I love it. We we've had some well, great almost everything
2: Steve puts
0: out. Yeah, we have know, some great but. conversations. And did that influence my decision, you know, um to smoke more of his cigars than anybody else? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're I'll be the first to admit that. Yes, it is. I smoke a lot of Drew Estate cigars. Drew Estate mm-hmm. makes fantastic cigars. Yeah. They are a sponsor of mine. We get cigars from Drew Estate. We get cigars from You know, Dunbarton, we get cigars from many different manufacturers. So, yes, I will smoke more of them. You know, and that's why, you know, we decided to go with our last year was easy for me because I had I really did have like a top 10 list of cigars um, that I wanted. But then I, I went to the humidor and found like I had boxes, boxes upon boxes of all of like these five manufacturers. I'm like, well, that's easy. That's easy to narrow it down to five, you know, because they sent me a five pack. You yeah. know, and then I loved it so much. It's
2: on record, I, yeah. What's that? We all love Jessica. We tolerate love
0: and Kevin. tolerate Kevin. That's it. I, everybody, everybody loves Jessica. They tolerate Kevin. So, uh, so yeah. For me, it's like a poster. Which, yeah, which cigar? And then in in twenty twenty one, we'll get to this when we when we talk with Brad as well. You know, um, I smoked two cigars more than anything else in twenty twenty one, and that was the Nicarustica. And that was the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust Mm -hmm. El Americano. There there was not two cigars that I smoked more of. And I smoked at least, if not more than a hundred of each ones. Those are the ones I kept going back to. I kept Mm -hmm. going back to when I didn't know what I wanted. You know, I'd open up the humidor. You stare at the 4,000 cigars that we have. And it's just like, I don't know what I want. This is the cigar that I know is going to make me happy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I smoked... So many uh, Crook of the Crown from Stolen Throne, like so many. And uh, I also smoked the crap out of the PDMs from JC Newman. Like I kept going back to them. They were such Mm. a a good go to cigar for me. I don't know. And like they were on my list too. I have quite a few Amandola cigars. I smoke so many. And yet I still kept going back to the crook of the crown. Like that was just a fantastic cigar for me. And it's all because of Tony Costa, like two or three years ago, he sent me one and was like, I think you might like this. And I was hooked. And then I, anytime they were released, I buy, I buy as many as I can. And, uh, you know, and he was also who got me hooked on Ezra Zion. And like, so i really kind of listen to other people. Cause you know, when you talk about like certain cigars you like, you kind of can tell someone's palate a little bit mm-hmm. from other cigars you smoke. And I always try the cigars people suggest and man, I, I'm telling you, it was tough for me, but that was my go-to cigar for almost a whole year.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I never once took offense that you didn't pick my cigars, Jack. I'm yeah. sorry. No, no. No, but no, but you know what? I, I think, I think in, in, uh, in, uh, I mean, all kidding aside, but in the, you know, in that realm of being honest, it was like, you know, we've been friends for a while, Coast, you know if 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 you said, hey, uh, you know, I care of cigars, you know, blah, 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 I, I wouldn't want just kind of like a, a layup free plug like that, you know, it's something that I feel that, especially you know, only you know, been doing this for a couple of years, you know, it's that quest for the for the perfect blend and and really wanting to earn that spot, you know, yeah, you don't want to you don't want lay up
0: um, exactly. and then and then Robert said the a uh, worst and then uh, Tim, Tim had put it. Yeah. Lee Mack did do a list, you know, he's done. And then, uh, uh, last year, uh, uh Steve Saka made one of Lee Mack's worst cigars of the year list, you know, and, uh, and Lee Mack and, and Saka are, are great friends, uh, uh, respectfully of each other. And, you know, so, and, and another list that, that you can, that you can respect, uh, um, Lee Mack got some gr- a great shout out from, uh, Charlie Minata at half wheel uh, today on the, uh, the consensus list. And I, Jessica, is the reason that the crook of the crown oh, did, you, make, did you look at made that? the list yes because it was how about, how about that cigar and should I smoke this both had the crook of the crown on their list and because Jessica being a third person that had that cigar uh, on the list mm-hmm. is the reason why it made. Uh, half Wheels, uh, a consensus uh, on the consensus list I'm this
2: sorry. year. Sorry, anybody who has not tried that cigar needs to. It's.
1: Mm. It, I don't know if I've had it yet. It's, I don't I'll, had s- it. I'll
2: send you one, Karen. That will be one of yeah. the ones I send you. It, 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 <laughs> it's it's
1: what, what, our, our trip when we were down in uh, Tampa. Yeah. yeah. Actually, uh, speaking of like thinking of 2021, um, I had. Two cigars. We smoked a lot of cigars, but there was two cigars that really stood out. It was it was one of the better one of the better cigars I've had, and it was a nice surprise of last year. And one that was just I was really disappointed. It was horrible. And I got both those cigars on that trip. Yes, <laughs> it was. Oh. <laughs> I, 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 I swear I did. It was, uh, um, I the Don Fausto by uh, Anya Ramirez. Yep. That cigar is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus.
2: Yeah, I I, I had on, so on that trip, I had good. probably my
0: probably my worst cigar of the year on that trip as well.
1: Yeah, I mean that cigar literally was it had great burn. The flavors were just fantastic, and I was just really surprised. And then I had this, I, I, I was excited because I saw the CAO Zocalo. Yeah. Horrible.
0: Yeah, I, I haven't I, I haven't tried it. I we have a couple. I haven't tried yeah, that
1: yet. I, I personally just was like Oh, I was so disappointed in it because there's so many great cigars that CAO has. The Brasilia is fantastic, um, but uh, yeah, that uh, Don Fausto uh, was really a, a nice surprise. It was really really good. Yeah, it's a uh, um,
0: um, yeah, lots lot, lots of great cigars. And like I said, we've got Brad Reith coming on in a couple of weeks. We're really going to go over a little bit more in the detail about cigar list. Um, and and then now you know the uh, the big news he dropped today, you know, is uh, um uh, if you follow Zeal Cigar Reviews on YouTube, um, I, I think they might be done. Um, they've gotten a couple of strikes from YouTube, and uh, they are banned at this point. Oh really? From from, from posting any more videos. Um, and uh, this is like the second or third time he's had some sh- uh, some strikes against him. Um, it's uh, so I I don't know if his if his channel's coming back. So, But he also owns Best Cigar Reviews, uh, the channel, which is formerly TNT Cigar Reviews. So anybody watching, definitely follow Brad over on uh, Best Cigar Reviews now. Uh, let's see, question for Kevin. a while back, you talked about smoking the whole cigar a leaf by Oscar, including the leaf that it's wrapped in. Have you done that yet? No, I should. Uh, it'll go. That'd it'll be, be a horrible
1: experience. Like, like <laughs> you, you're going yeah. to,
0: mess, man. Yeah. It, it, it's it's going to be a hot
1: mess. I don't, um, you'd I'll, have to have like a freaking like ashtray around your neck. Yeah, um, Shit, it would just be all and over his, the place. And his
2: beard would catch fire. Oh yeah, and, and then, oh, the, mor- then the uh,
0: the Mortal Coil. The Mortal Coil made quite a few people's list. Uh, I haven't. I, we Jessica and I have a couple of those. The what? We haven't we haven't smoked uh, uh, the Mortal Coil yet at all. What is that? Um, that's CAO. That's I think that I think that's their latest re- release. Was the uh, the CAO Mortal Coil? Really? Um, and and, and then I know uh, um Charlie and uh, and and. Charlie and Coop and a couple people have really kind of uh, and I and I also um, um, I, I, I'm I'm sorry if I said uh, I don't know if it was Coop but I know uh, Dave Garofalo, um had said like uh, the the Steve Saka the uh, um, the Paladin de Saka that made the number two cigar of the Half Wheel consensus list that cigar didn't ship until the second week of December so and that made how many wow how many bloggers how many you know people that have youtube I, channels
2: I, I, I mean you know it, it's it's a fantastic it, cigar it's a fan- but
1: steve makes a good cigar it,
2: yeah. it literally how, just came out how, how do you, how
1: does a cigar that
0: had been out for out. the general public <laughs> by the time they shipped the second week of december everybody of the general public only had about 7 days maybe to smoke that cigar how did that cigar now that cigar going into 2022 Oh. I guarantee that cigar is gonna, gonna make quite a few lists at the end of this year. But yeah.
1: Because it all depends uh, on who's smoking it and making that decision.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, but yeah, that was uh that was a strange one. So um I found
2: that to
0: be weird too. So um all, all right.
2: right yes, yeah, so that's because
0: uh, my, my knees a propped up on my bucket here is on fire. Um so uh before we move <laughs> on uh, uh tonight, yeah, yeah, I got my knee up on a bucket. So coronacigar.com. It's Corona Cigar, I'm not supposed to say this, but uh, well actually nobody told me to keep it a secret. But uh, no, Corona no. Corona no, Cigar's, nothing
1: good ever becomes no, with this lead off that
0: Corona Cigars got an all new website coming out very shortly. They've been building it for a while, so I'm super stoked to see the all new Corona Cigar yeah, website. Awesome. Um, Corona Cigar just uh, um, uh, Jeff just tweeted out the other day. They've got some new um, um, like cutter lighter combos. Oh my God, they're stunning! Care, um, oh, uh, wow. they, they've got. Uh, I know they have a red one. I think they've got three new sets, but they have uh, a they have
2: a rose gold. They have
0: a rose gold, <laughs> and it, and it looks like your, you know your, you know your regular V cutter that we all mm-hmm. use. The, this one's from Calibre. Quite a few companies make this style of cigar cutter, but uh, I forget the company that makes it offhand. But they've got a rose gold version. Not that bad. I think uh, I think it's a cutter and two different lighters, if I'm not mistaken. Huh. Um, for like hundred and fifty bucks. Um, absolutely stunning. i um, sure you do. <laughs> y- yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they ha- he has a glitch in his website, so they can actually ship to a uh, uh, Utah. Oh, so
2: uh, I do want to say, hey, care. I ordered some uh, apple pie moonshine cigars from Amendola, and just got them today. They good. I don't know. They just got them today. They
1: smell absolutely uh, so amazing. Say, did I send, did I send you the? Did I send you the ones from I like, got uh, Pennsylvania? No. Did I, send, did, I, did I send you his dessert cigars?
0: Oh. Um, oh yes. No, 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 no. Uh, no uh, um, uh, Chris Monaco no. sent yeah, us the dessert cigars.
2: Chris, yeah, Chris did, but uh, I ordered oh, no, Jeff, I Jeffrey oh, was posting God. on Facebook that he was making. Some apple pie, some yeah, yeah. Cigars. Well, I ordered some from him, and I just got them today. Oh my god, I can't wait to try them. I got tired yeah.
1: that the Amendoling Chris guy. I, I get nothing from them. Why well, bought yeah.
2: those? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. She, she actually I bought those. them. Oh. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, uh, Jess, here, yeah, here, here's, here's a piece of paper. So, <laughs> I gave, so
2: I
0: gave him. My hand. <laughs> That's it. So, so we, we, so we've, we've got some, uh, some housekeeping to do. Um, I've got some stuff to give away on the YouTube channel. I like to pick the winners live. Um, so I've got three contests that I've got to do, but everybody um, that is watching, start typing in the word "cigar" because we do got some stuff to give away to the listeners tonight. Um, so I'm gonna share uh, my screen. Oh, there's a new thing. We can share slides now. Care? I don't know what that is. Um, so we've got um, we've got a giveaway from. Okay, we'll start here. The Corona. Um, they they did their top 21. Um, a cigar. Uh, where is? Let me click up here. Oh, here we go. Um, pick a winner. So this is for the cigar. This is for the Corona top twenty list, Jessica. Corona
2: top twenty.
0: Yeah. So, um, Steve Fulmer, F-U-L-M-E-R, oh, okay. is Steve. the is the winner. I know. Uh, I don't have to pick a second one. I know Steve is going to get that. So we got a scroll down here. So for the the January 2022 uh, Corona Premium, Jessica, Cigar of the Month Club shipment, Um, we're going to do a winner of John Ryan, R-E-I-N. I I know John is a loyal uh, um, uh, follower, so we're not going to have to pick a second one for that one because I recognize the name. Um, And this is for the uh, Standard Cigar of the Month Club. Um, Pick a winner, Roger Frazier. Roger has not won in like a really long time. So Uh, uh, Roger Frazier, F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. So um, so, yes, make sure you're, uh, you're following and you're subscribed to the cigar prop YouTube channel. Each month we do the unboxings for the uh, Corona regular and premium cigar of the month club. All you gotta do is comment to win. And then on usually one of these uh, shows, I will uh, uh, pick a a winner. Uh, And then don't we have, yeah, so, so we got we got some stuff to give away tonight. Uh, from Corona Cigar, we have a uh, FSG hat. We've got some stickers. And Care, can you tell everybody about this amazing Corona Cigar coffee mug? Is this not the best?
2: I use it almost every day. <laughs> okay. Right here? You mean
1: this thing here? Yeah. I love it. I, I love, I mean, it's the perfect size, but I love that old school kind of it reminds me of going out and camping, that old school metal coffee mugs. Has this little flex in there. Love it. Uh, it, it it's absolutely so. so I have it, to
2: say, I hope, Roger, I hope you feel better.
0: So, yeah. So, Roger, uh, and any and if anybody else won tonight, Kevin at cigarprop.com, shoot me an email. I'll get your prize pack out. Um, these Corona mugs are absolutely amazing. Um, and yeah. and, I, and, I, and I wish I remember the price of them, but uh, if you don't win tonight, please go to coronacigar.com. How
2: were you get, looking to see if the sticker was...
0: Every get, once in a while, Jen never takes stickers
1: off shit. So yeah, yeah, get while, you know. Yeah,
0: get get yourself a mug. These are fantastic. Um so um uh and then so we're we're gonna get into tonight, like tonight's giveaway, the M and uh the Tapping Ash and Taking Names giveaway by Amandola Family Cigars. We do have a three-pack of cigars from Amandola Family Cigars. Um, one of these uh is the um um the purple band. Um <laughs> The, the Padrino. Uh, the Padrino. I, I why I can't remember that the name. Fantastic Padrino. Freaking cigar, man. Un- un- unbelievable. Awesome. Unbelievable. Um so we've got, a three,
2: Chris is screaming so we've got a three pack. So
0: we've got a three-pack of cigars from uh, Amendola Family Cigars. And we do have so um okay, for hold on. Are
2: you doing this all together? Yes,
0: we're doing separate? all this all, all together. It's the gonna be one the Amendola. Yeah, the Amendola, and then we do have one, two, three, four, five, six, a seven pack of cigars. Which we will be giving away like a six, seven cigars each week uh, for the for, for the next couple months. Uh, these cigars right here, these are a mix of cigars. There is actually a Corona cigar, a couple of Corona cigars in here, uh, Perdomo Lot 23. There's a mixture of cigars. So if everybody remembers, um, probably about a month and a half ago, um, a, a a loyal watcher of the show, and actually a friend of mine, he lives probably fifteen, lived 15 minutes away from me. Uh, uh, Dave Precht, uh, Lawn Care Dave, um, yeah, he passed away. We gave away uh, his uh, um, um, gift set that he won from Cigar Bundles of Miami. His wife called me up uh, about two weeks ago. Um, she was ready to part with all of his cigar paraphernalia. So, um, yeah, so- I, ha- I have tons and tons of cigars. Uh, so I put together a lot of uh, cigar packs so each and, week,
2: and there's also eventually we'll we'll do the giveaway for it. it it's not the best humidor. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a little inexpensive little humidor.
0: humidor. <laughs> so, uh, so you're gonna get a a seven pack of cigars. These are in honor of uh, Lawn Care Dave. Um, uh, he'll uh, uh, he he would really want his cigars to go to a good home. So, um, uh, so everybody uh, tonight is going to win all of that from Corona. Um, Amendola cigars and from, uh, from Dave. So let's, um, let's share, um, uh, the screen again.
2: Sorry. Is it people have to type again? Or- yeah, no,
0: no. Uh, so I've already got that. So, um, uh, let's see the, the giveaway tool. We'll share that. Um, the broadcast is uh, Tommy Z man. Uh, so we're just going to type in uh, a cigar and we're going to start collecting, uh, comments. So hunted wumpus. So if a uh, hunted wumpus, uh, uh, Kevin at CigarProp.com, dot uh, Hunted wumpus. Um, yeah, well, uh, yeah, I was trying
2: to figure out how.
0: To yeah, spell so uh, uh, shoot me an email.
1: We'll get you over this price
2: <laughs> Wait, pack. Start and, uh,
0: off twenty
1: twenty two
2: one.
0: Yeah, uh, starting off twenty twenty two. Just do me a favor. Just uh, uh, smoke one of Dave's cigars and uh, uh, think about Dave. And um, um,
2: just well, they us. don't know
0: Dave. Yeah, just you don't know Dave, but Dave was one of us. He was just a man's man. Just, uh, he liked his, uh, um, cigars, liked his steaks, liked his, you know, scotch, his whiskey, his bourbon. So, um, um, uh, just a good dude. And, uh, we will, uh, we will miss just him at the at, at the local fellow, lounge. You know, fellow lover of the leaf. Yeah. Just another fellow lover of the leaf. Um, so next week we've got a uh, Peter gross of ATL cigars. Um, Good thing he didn't name it after I would have named it after myself myself. I would have called my cigar company Gross Cigars. Um, how cool would that have been, Care
1: I, I I don't know if it would have hit well in the Atlanta market. Probably ATL does a lot better than gross cigars, but it definitely yeah. would have been a, a nice hook.
0: I I would buy nice guy. Some, I would buy something called gross cigars. Um, that that's uh that's awesome. And uh, and I know I don't want to promote myself because it's not my show. But if you head over to um, (laughs) TrashPandaCigars.com, we've got some cool swag, T-shirts, hats, stickers. Um, Definitely check us out. Um, Remember, if you're interested in any I Tap That Cigar Show merchandise, head over to the Cigar Prop website, CigarProp.com, or TapThatCigar.com. Make sure you're following Cigar Prop. Uh, Producer Jessica Carabillante of Stogie Road Cigars on all the social medias. Uh, We don't have to list them. The links are in the show notes. Oh, excuse me, down below. Um, Once again, we want to thank all of our partners for supporting the show each and every week. We really can't make this happen without them. So please check the show notes, um, visit their websites, check them out. So thank you to J.C. Newman Cigars, Cigar Medics, Amendola Cigars, We Are The Muscle, Excelsior Tobacco, makers of the Doña Lydia, GTO Cigars, those who know, smoke GTO, Corona Cigar, and of course, Drew Estate and Experience Acid. Care, what would you like to leave
1: everybody with tonight? Kev, are, are, are you allowed to uh, mention uh, Saturday? Saturday.
0: Yes. Yes, Saturday. <laughs> that we, we, I, don't, Saturday. I don't know. I, I think we are. You know, it's we're going to mention it either way. So, Care and I will be on uh, KMA Talk Radio this Saturday. And we will be releasing, uh, or we'll be talking about a cigar that Care and I have been working on for almost a year now. So, um... That's it. Care. It's,
1: it's, a, it's, an, it's an amazing cigar, isn't it? Very good cigar. And uh, as I always say, and this is highly appropriate for this little project we're working on, life is short, find a buddy and sit down and have a smoke. Find,
0: find a, a cigar. Find a buddy. Remember that. So Find right, a buddy everybody. and have a cigar.